Welcome to episode number 118 of the Couch on Ice podcast. We are finally back after a week's hiatus with busy moving. All the boys had different stuff going on. Jordan was moving, getting internet set up. I was getting some stuff sorted on my end. Chase was busy working at the X and stuff like that. Well, not working at the X, but working and going to the oh, X. Oh, I've thought about doing that. That'd be crazy. Hey? You, wouldn't be a long commute for you, hey? You're just down no, the road. No, walk down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Save some money on some fuel, but... Well, we've already somewhat introduced you. I'll throw it back to you, Chase. How was your week off of the podcast? What did you get up to? Um, yeah, like you said, the X was in town, dude. Billy Talent. Nice. Got to see Billy Talent live. That was epic, man. Uh, they played the X at the X. So like, <laughs> perfect. Pretty sure that was just perfect. Yeah, I didn't absolutely. realize I needed to see Billy Talent until I watched that. That was that was awesome. And then uh, Lights was here just yesterday, so the last two days I went to the X and watched those two guys after work, and bam, bam, having a grand old nice. time. It was real nice. They were both actually pretty dope. Old Billy Talent sounds legit too. Yeah, man. Super, super awesome. Didn't get to go to the X this year. Uh, honestly, I forgot it was even happening so until it was halfway through. So It just, is halfway through still. You got lots of fucking I do have lots of time, I guess. It's still going. But I will throw it over to the other host. Throw it over to you, Jordan. How was your week of moving and internet? Uh, about how it sounds. It was pretty brutal. The... The drive sucked. It was about seven hour chunks of driving, seven to seven and a half. Um, border went okay. It was about an hour at the border to get. I went through fine, but obviously Sarah had to go with her paperwork and paperwork right. and paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> and then the week without internet was pretty brutal. We just watched a lot of TikTok. Mostly, yeah. yeah. Without being able to stream movies very clearly with data, <laughs> gets pretty yeah. rough after a few days. Yeah, we tried to spend as much time as we could shopping. Like, we went to Costco and we bought a nice king mattress. Oh, nice. There you go. <laughs> we had to bite the bullet on that. Yeah, two things you never realize are extremely expensive until you're an adult is beds and cheese. <laughs> but... Oh, cheese again. We went shopping too. We would do grocery shopping often. Cheese prices have gone up. Oh, they've always been high. It's insane. But even Sarah comment. (laughs) But I don't think the fans are listening for our opinion on cheese prices. (laughs) That seems like a pretty stale podcast. So let's dive right into the hockey news, boys. Uh, I'm gonna kick it off. Let's kick it off with some injuries because they're never fun. But it actually kind of helps us because these two injuries solve a lot of cap issues. So, let's start with the Vegas Golden Knights and Robert Leonard out for the whole season with hip surgery. I just had to double check that was in his knee again, um, but it is hip. I will throw it over to you, Chase, because you've been 
really micromanaging, trying to see what Vegas has been doing this whole off season, trying to get a hang on how they're gonna make this work. Um, do you want to share what you think? Well, it's just clearly waves the magic wand of not needing to worry about that, uh, but you do need to worry about goaltending. So in all reality, it doesn't really help too, too much. You're still going to probably have to do what you're ending up doing, which is either shedding like a Martinez or trading a couple of players just to move down a few million contracts or whatever. But yeah, this kind of throws a big wrench in it. Like once again, here we are with Vegas just getting that injury bug here. Hopefully this ain't a start to anything, obviously. But, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh... Jordan, I will throw it over to you. And aside from the um, help it does in cap space, like Chase said, it doesn't help them on the ice at all. How do you think Vegas will fare with Thompson and Brassois as their goalies for the season? Yeah, I was going to bring that up, that obviously at the moment that is the tandem, is the brisket and Thompson. Not awful. I think Thompson's legit. I think I... I don't know if this is the season where we're going to like see that, but I do think that we will see Thompson in the NHL consistently as a goalie eventually in his career. Sooner or later, I can't tell you, but I like I see it in him. Um, that being said, I don't see the brisket being safe now on this team, truthfully. I don't think Vegas is going to want to go in with that tandem. And if they do... Fair, fair to them. I'd love to see it. I think, you know, you can ride it up until the uh, the deadline and then if you need to go out and trade, but at this moment, I think the market stale as it is, is better than it will be on the deadline day. Yeah, I, I completely agree. It's definitely going to be a big risk with this tandem. Um, I can't stress how much it helps their cap this year. Like, like Chase said, oh, yeah. waving that magic wand around is just but, like, it's a very scary situation. And there's a, it's actually a lot of teams this yeah. year where I'm looking at their goaltending situation, and I'm like, you're really taking a chance uh, on your playoff hopes with, with this tandem. Now, not saying that I'm overly critical, but just unknown, frankly. And we've never yeah. seen a brisket. Yeah, it's kind of... Go ahead. Kind of crazy, because I'm pretty sure Brassois is hurt as well. He I'm is hurt. News I, don't, on him. I don't know um, how long. Cause... I would assume it's not, like... <laughs> a lot into next well, season. Well, like a full year thing not that I remember, but I do I thought I remember he was going to be out for the first bit. I just can't find that article at the moment. But yeah, no, this is technically it's not good. I thought there was like something to do with like only being able to have uh, 10 million of your actual I guess. No, I think it doesn't matter how much you have on your LTIR. You can always just throw more on it. You just only have three slots, I think, or something like that. So, I I'm not. I can't remember. I'm gonna have to reread the CBA honestly this summer and touch up on that. But yeah, it's gonna yeah. be. It's it's probably gonna fill up quick. There's already two names on it, and I mean Jack Eichel and Mark Stone are on this team still. Like, that's two spots that will get filled up probably at some point. So, yeah, it's gonna be very. Man. Go ahead. They lost that uh, that other goalie, hey? The old Vegas. But uh, how did they lose? They had some kid that 
They've had so many goalies that have lost track over time. Remember the start of their first season where they played like six different guys in the first three weeks like of the legacy season? Yeah, Legacy there. was one. I know Thompson was one for one of the games because he came out of like high school or yeah. something to be there. So, but, Yeah, it's going to be a very sketchy situation. Definitely going to reflect on how we view this team going into next season, which those rankings will be coming in soon. But let's move on to another injury. Uh, sticking on the theme of Vegas, it's a former Vegas player. As Max Pacioretty for the Carolina Hurricanes is out six months with a torn Achilles. I will throw this over to you, Jordan. What are your thoughts on him being injured? For six yeah, months? this is a pretty tough blow. It could be worse, obviously, but <clears throat> regardless, especially for him. I think a torn Achilles has probably got to feel not too good on the list of, you know, what I'd like to have happen. Like, yeah. if I'm going to have an injury, what I would pick. Torn Achilles is one of the last ones. <laughs> you're asking me. Yeah, after so, watching Eric Carlson's face after Matt Cook sliced it, I never <laughs> wanted to yeah. experience anything. And if I recall correctly, a great soccer player, one of my favorites, Wayne Rooney, tore his Achilles. And I just remember reading through his, his the books he's released over the years how he describes the pain of that injury is just horrific yeah absolutely i'll throw it over to you chase how do you think this will affect the hurricanes on the ice um yeah that sucks um he was gonna be that little extra hopeful kick to score some goals and help get that puck in the back of the net for these guys and the fact that he's gonna be out like six like six months yeah it really sucks because like they have that new rule now that you can't just two-trove this out yeah because everybody complained like babies um that he didn't play all, all season but uh yeah it kind of sucks for them that they might not be able to have him play even in the playoffs just because he hasn't played in the regular season because he was hurt the whole time right um so yeah that's that's real balls deep man that's so rough like, what do you even do, right? Like, do you just play him for the first game <laughs> and just don't actually play him? You just dress him and then he gets that game played? Right. It'll probably happen, yeah, because I'm just doing the math in my head. So just so then you can actually be out all season, you know? Like, yeah. It's like, you're going to need him. Like, it would be nice to have him. And if you could make things after that, like, I don't know. Oh, fuck. What do you <laughs> yeah, do, man? Yeah. That's a shit show. That sucks balls, man. It is a shit show. Yeah. Got him for nothing, and all you got was a medical bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You didn't trade for a medical bill. That's the worst part. Yeah. So people trade like that, but not this time. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I will say about it, though, I, I was just doing the math in my head when Chase said that about the rule of if he's out for the whole year. Hopefully, he if he has, like, if it's perfectly, like, six months from today or from a week ago, he should be okay for the first, last couple weeks of the season, I believe. Maybe even, like, two. Uh, it might only be that. But, yeah, it's going to be definitely an interesting thing. Like Chase said, they need pucks in the back on that. That's why they got Pacioretty. And he's not going to be able to do that, at least in the regular season, for sure. Um, yeah. Exactly. Do they want to just sit here and wait this out? <laughs> you know, like it's probably not. Like they're like a mill over the cap with yep. him um, on the roster. 
um, with Jake Gardner. Because I don't know, people think that he's just. Some people like to make lineups without Jake Gardner. It's like, well, he's playing somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> wow, is he? Somewhere he's gonna be. I heard he's healthy. He's ready. To, he's ready to start the year. So, um, this does help their cap situation as Max can go on LTIR and they can make something work later. Yeah. Um, but uh, do you want to sit with like five mil? Just sitting there for right. like basically the whole season. <laughs> like this team did pretty good without Max Pacioretty, but they did lose Trochet. Like you got to fill some sort of void here, you know? Right. Like how is this gonna? You could easily get, you could easily miss the playoffs this year. Like all these teams need to think that because like if the Islanders have a good full year, they're they're gonna be in that conversation. Yeah, they'll be floating um, around. You know. <laughs> Which, yeah. as the weeks seems go on, it's gonna, it's happening. It seems like that's yeah, the like, destination because Lou is weird and he doesn't announce his signings until like it's on the table. <laughs> a seven-year, seven million dollar AAV is technically on the table or something like that. Like it's probably some signed. sort of domino that needs to fall, or literally they're just not releasing the news. Which he does until later. Which he's done two past two seasons i think with the islanders he's yeah. not released it's just certain that, players like, if it's a trade also there's also a trade that like what like who's the other guy that's just hanging out like right. yeah sure. yeah exactly that. and well and we yeah. haven't heard any news on romanov as well so that's what makes me think even more that and Do- dobson that they've got all three signed yeah. um but technically the best team for it to be would be seattle because they now York and Strand. So if they're able to do that again and just really like hit hit some money, a money trade, you know, where it's just like, yeah, we get a free Josh Bailey or we get a free sort of, you know, whatever the hell fucking Lou's got up his yeah. sleeve, right? I will say though, Seattle is only one Don's million going, in cap space. Don Scoy, yes. Fucking Bailey, dude. That's that's the trade. Retaining Don Scoy for Bailey. Fucking, that's the trade, because then Don's going to cost me Oh, my God. 10 million gold. Every uh, podcast, no. someone brings no up Don's going at 50% retained. <laughs> Every podcast. Don. Let's Hell go. Yeah, no, good. Let's go over to the New York Rangers as they officially unveiled their 28th captain in franchise history as Jacob Truba is that man. I will throw it to you, Jordan. What are your thoughts on Truba as the captain? Yeah, uh, it's a pick. I don't know if it would have been my pick, truthfully, but I think it's not a bad pick. Like, I don't think there was. There was, but out of the options that they knew they had, out of the A's that we saw last season. The seven. <laughs> it's probably it's probably my second pick. I would have picked Chris Kreider. I really like Chris Kreider and what he brings, especially in what I've seen to the locker room. But that being said, I am merely a fan. I have no idea what goes on in the dressing room, on the ice. Maybe this is the best pick. And I'll be, yeah, I don't think it's bad. Chase? Who are we talking about, sorry? Jacob Truba, captain of the Rangers. Oh, yeah, I was a little thrown off. I always liked the old Chris Creams. Chris Kreider, I always thought he was the old El Capitano, but it makes sense because everybody always trades their captain, so I've always talked about Truba inevitably 
weirdly getting traded from the team he went to and wanted to play on and stuff. But yeah, no, I wonder if that kind of means they really don't, they won't do that. You know, right. maybe they'll always make a, I don't know if that's the greatest decision that might force you into making that decision that like, ah, oh, we can't trade him. We gave him the seat. Right. So that's, like, that's exactly kind of, where kind of a little iffy on it, honestly. But, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, the one thing I'll say, I'm going to start with the positives because there is a lot of positives with Jacob Truba as your captain. Uh, that defense without Truba would have been absolutely useless in their own end. Um, like, I know Miller had a great season. Lindgren's st- solid when he's not injured. But, like, Truba calmed that team down in a way, that decor down in a way that nobody else really could. So that's, I understand all of their D-men look up to him. And he's the guy, he brings the energy from the back end with his big hits and size that doesn't get penalties for. Um, yes, I'm still salty about that first round. But like you guys said, I think Chris Kreider was the best option for this, especially after the way he like was coaching Zibanejad throughout the playoffs and just teaching him how to like be stronger mentally. That really put the icing on the cake to me where I was like, Kreider should be the captain of this team. And Jordan said his second pick was Truba. I would say mine was third because I think Adam Fox is like, I know he's young and all that, but like he's insane. He's a superstar. He's going to be there the rest of his career. He wanted to go there. It just made sense to me for the longest time. But Truba, all right option. Worried about the contract. Oh, man. A couple of years it's ago. all about selling more stuff, you know. Like you got him, you'll end up trading him in a couple of years, three to four, two to three right. years. No what? No. Merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> yeah. Then you name another guy captain. More I, t-shirts. I will more say. T-shirts. Ryan Whitney revealed on the Spit and Chicklets podcast that. Right before he was traded out of Pittsburgh, they gave him an A to bump up his value. So, I'm not saying this is what they're doing, it's but it's been one. done before. <laughs> but it might be what they're doing. Might be what they're planning for. You know what? If we give him the C now, when we want to trade him in three years, he'll still have been the captain for three years. But, no. Interesting pick. We'll see how it goes. Frankly, it yeah. probably won't make the biggest, biggest difference because it doesn't. Yeah, like but. he'll get to live out his dreams for like two, three years of yep. being the captain of the New York Rangers. And you'll be like, you know what? Sorry, man. Like, we choose Fox over you. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's not that it's not a bad choice. You'll be like, you know what? I knew this would happen. Right, exactly. So <laughs> that's a good point. They'll probably but, just give it to Fox. Know, in they, the... they might be able to make it work in all, in all reality. They might have to bite the bullet. On a couple guys, like if Cackle or, you know, forward. they might have to bite the bullet on somebody, Panarin or something It'll crazy. It'll be a forward, but, yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is in all reality. Because why not keep somebody that, like, moved mountains kind of to stay or be yeah. there, you know? Like, you want guys like that. That's why you even gave him the captaincy because he he's like the next Eric Johnson in a sense. Like, maybe he'll be fucking making eight mil on his last year fucking winning the Stanley Cup. Mentoring. Like, Eric right. Johnson did fucking for like six mil. Like, might be overpaid then, but those guys are getting paid out the ass to, like I say, the other side of the puck, man. Somebody's yep. got to stop that shot. 
you can try to score as much as you want, but there's always somebody trying to stop you, and they're one of the better ones, at least at it, right? <laughs> yeah, fair enough, but let's move off of the Rangers, and let's go over to the signings that happened over this past week. Now, Jordan is missed a lot of names because well not a lot of names but a couple names so he's gonna like the brat the Yamamoto from last podcast so unfortunately you're not gonna hear his thoughts on that but I will throw how about I throw you the biggest fish biggest signing of the offseason arguably potentially what are your thoughts on Jonathan Huberto signing an eight-year deal 84 million dollars 10 and a half million AAV with the Calgary Flames yeah, uh, I can break it down even further. The first three years, it's $7 million annually. Then year four and five are nine point five, dollars followed by year six at seven, year seven at 9.5 again, and then year eight will be $5 million. Uh, with a full no-move clause as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, I think this is just quickly on the money, good. just because you uh, you laid it out like that. I just think that the layout's kind of interesting for Calgary because this could like not go well, mm-hmm. and then it's like a mutual like you know what? Yeah, let's go do something else, and then you're not giving this guy fucking ten mil one year, you know? You know, you're not having to actually just pay out the ass for him for a couple of years. But um, yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I I was over the moon when I saw this because obviously when you see those two names that came in, the big worry was are they actually going to stay in Calgary because who the hell wants to stay in Calgary at the moment? <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, Jonathan Huberto does, so I, I couldn't be happier. I think that he is going to be electric here. I think... The year we saw last year was just a flash of what we're going to see, and I'm hoping there's more to come. You know, like, his age is a worry. Obviously, he's not a young guy, but he is a playmaker, and we've seen plenty of playmakers age like fine wine in this league. And with the contract being laid out as it is, the only year I see really sucking is year seven, where it's 9.5. That year eight, where it's 5 million, that final year, think is going to be wicked you know uh, he'll be a vet but he won't be like a super super expensive one especially with the cap gone up in eight years like yes absolutely that's a big factor of this chase what are your thoughts on the uh, yeah no doubt like i'll kind of continue on that exactly the whole cap going up won't make this look too bad but it's definitely a milli over but it seems like that was just kind of the price for um, the Calgary, the old, <laughs> the yeah, Calgary yeah. effect there, the Calgary tag, no shit, hey. Um, I, I like his size. Um, I'm not too, too worried about injuries. He's kind of a normal guy that'll probably have his year or two in this contract where he's almost not there off of injuries, but he's been pretty safe usually. Um, I, I, uh, yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's crazy to think that they went for this type of trade, the Panthers. But yeah, you got to hand out this big old change and um, Kane at thirty. What is he? Thirty-five at yeah, the end of his contract at ten and a half. 
you got to think about Huberto with three years left at the same age. Same time. In five years. So, like, we're going to have probably close to 90 mil in cap. Won't look too bad. But, nope. like, it, like I kind of said with the injuries, he, he's been really good. So, like, if he can stay as kind of iron streaky-ish as he has been, iron man streaky-ish. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I... I absolutely agree nice. with with what you boys are saying with that. Um, the fact of how he plays the game is going to make the age way less significant. Um, he's not using his size to take advantage. He's not using um, strength and speed, frankly. It's his IQ and his passing ability. And yeah, like you guys said, it's a million too much. But Calgary probably win that trade even if Uyghur doesn't go. Because you had to trade Kachuk. There's no getting out yeah. of that trade. And the fact that they got Huberto out of it for eight years, or more than that, nine years, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. It's absolutely yeah. fantastic from Brad Tree Living, who may have saved his job massively with that trade. Absolutely. So, very awesome. Let's move on to a lesser known player, a very. I love this player personally. Nashville Predator Yakov Trenin signs a two-year deal at $3.4 million, $1.7 million AAV. I will take this to start, boys, if you don't mind, because I think this guy is going to be such a good third, second line if you need, but third line guy for the future. I wanted to give him, like, eight years at like three million bucks something close or like a, a high two um similar to seasons because i just he's got that he's got the body he scored what is it 19 goals this year i think it was maybe 20 maybe a 20 um and uh, 17 exactly. 17 okay so a little off but still that's fantastic and he's on that excitement line with tanner Janot. That is just the best, so I couldn't be more happy with a 1.7 AAV for two seasons. But throw it to you, Chase. Yeah, hey, 1.7. This guy was asking for Amazing. some moolah, using the arbitration system to his full extent. Um, he is fire out there, though. Like, He's fun sick. guy to watch. He's um, good hands, good shot, like you said. Uh, three goals in the playoffs. So, like, I don't know. It's, yeah. Definitely something here. Um, I see why he, you would want that contract yeah. as a GM to go for like the long term systems contract, but he might be able to be like a four or five million dollar player if he kind of finds himself being twenty five and all. He's got another couple of years to yep. really see what he could become and really find himself. Like you said, maybe he can be that second line right. guy. You know, like he can play with talented players. He and, can. He's Chris Kreider this out, you know, and yeah. it's not saying that Chris Kreider isn't talented. He's very talented. That's why he scored 50 goals last yeah. year. <laughs> you know? So, like, this guy's kind of that sort of ish player I, I feel he could be. So, yeah, I'd like to see him become that. And I think that's why he was asking for free now, from what I understand. Right. So. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Uh, Jordan, what are your thoughts on Trennan? No, I think you guys absolutely nailed it. It's a bit of a, a bargain at the moment. And I, I, I think you're absolutely right. He's only 25. Like, the difference for a player between 25 to 27, for example, is crazy. 
Like we've seen players in the league just something clicks where they just start to really understand the game on a different level than before. Or get those couple of years yeah. under the belt. It really yeah. slows the game down. Um, just aging into it, like with yeah. anything, um, you just you get naturally get physically adapt and you mentally adapt, and that is so invaluable. It's 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 crazy. So I think yeah, could absolutely be well more worth it absolutely. in the future. Nearly like you said, four million plus. Could be interesting. Very interesting name. Uh Next player, Keegan Colasar, signing a three-year deal, $4.2 million, uh, $1.4 million AAV. I will throw it to you, Chase, because you were absolutely loving the Vegas depth this season, and I'm pretty sure Colasar was one. Yeah, the old Colasar, hey? Um, yeah, what a beaut. Gave him the William Carrier. Yep. Uh, the old... Uh, dynamic duo now on the fourth line Carrier and Coleslaw well maybe second um, line depending on the month <laughs> yeah depending on who's all hurt and what's going on yeah who the fuck knows that <laughs> team now just gonna be an injury bug team for the next two three years for as long as they weren't you know, right just yeah epic first making up for the just, first couple yeah. years of just excellence <laughs> well you gotta wonder like these other fucking expansion teams, all the ones before that, it's just been like 20, 25 years, and they're just done like almost piss all. So it's just like, you know, um, it wouldn't be weird for it them to just, just fall literally off. get the injury, injury bug for five years straight. Like, no, not a weird thing. That's obvious. Um, but no, I do like uh, him for the future. They, oh, fuck, I love these fucking prospects that they have. They don't have very very many but the few guys that they have like fuck are they gems all stepped up like exactly how you need them to even decision um random guy uh they kind of i think they acquired through a trade through getting a draft pick or something but like um yeah i'm real interested to see how those guys really start carrying the team brett howden uh patrick and stuff like that these are all spots that are kind of being fought by coles because like the reason he got this contract is because he like basically played better than all those guys yeah he did. you know like he filled in on those lines like probably better you could yeah, say at, at, at good good portions um though they were forced to put him there in a sense just to try to balance lines right um but yeah no it's just i don't know i'm interested in this team this year see if the young guys can make like their bottom six doesn't look great really like no. you look at it and you're like ah meh 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 like, that second line better be good. Yeah. You know, that second line better be good. That second line better... Yeah. So I wonder if they're going to just scratch that off and be like, we're like like Brett Howe and Nick Waugh, um, Colasar, Carrier. Right. They'll, maybe they'll really create a foundation and say, like, no, like we're like one of the best bottom sixes in the league. You right. know? So I, I think they can do that because there's a lot of talent and, well, Colasar's massive. What is he, like 6'4"? Six, 6'5", six, or something like six, that? 6'2". 6'2", 16 is what I'm seeing here. Yeah. So. I thought he was a lot bigger. He looks a lot bigger yeah. out there, that's for sure. Oh, he looks big out there. Yeah. Um, but I'll throw over to you, Jordan. We'll keep it a little bit more brief. Chase said everything we needed to know about Colasar. What are your thoughts on the Yeah, board? all the Colasar. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think you're absolutely with that, especially... I think with the likes of Chandler Stevenson really pushing those guys, because he truly is one of the better leaders on the team. I think he'll really push some of these younger guys.
guys to, to step into those roles and really like fit the bill and then some. Yeah. So I'm excited to see it. I think it's yeah, it, yeah, it's a good point because like Stevenson, he might be forced in the top six. Yeah, definitely. So like, because he's been kind of more that left, first line left where wing, he's made maybe. his name, right? Um, so like, yeah, no, it's going to be interesting if these guys can do enough for him to leave that bottom yeah. six and not need to be there, right? So Absolutely. That's a good point, Doug. Um, yeah. For Keaton Colasar, for myself, obviously, I love that it's three years, like a couple of years at great, great deal. William Carrier, like Chase said, um, I'll just reiterate basically what I said. He looks so massive out there, and I really started to notice him this year. But I start, I knew his name two years, a year before, but it wasn't the same as how I feel now. He's definitely making me want to watch him more and see what else he's got in the bag. So, very intrigued to see yeah. how this works out. Uh, let's move on to... I'll throw in Tyler Benson at a league man two-way. If you guys want to say anything, you can. I've got nothing because he hasn't really played in the NHL yeah. that much. I, yeah, like you said, I'm waiting to see more of him in the NHL. I hope that this is kind of a year where he gets a few more games. Definitely had high hopes for him, but yeah. uh, he didn't seem to ever fill the position at any point throughout the time. No. Um, and like they could you could have used them too. It was the thing is that like the fourth line left wing spot seemed to be open more or less. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Derek Broussard was. They traded for him to like fill a center left yeah. wing sort of spot. He really didn't play much either. So yeah. Um, ended up with what Archibald. Archibald and, and Cassian, yeah, basically, basically is what's kind of the the hot stuff near the end. And those guys that on wing on the fourth line. Yeah, no, a little disappointed. I wonder what's up. Maybe he'll be just the captain of their <laughs> AHL team yeah. for a little bit. That's a good life, dog. Yeah. I fucking hit that shit. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's move on to a bigger name that people are more interested to hear us go in depth about. Mason Appleton of the Winnipeg Jets signs a three-year deal at $6.5 million. The AAV comes out to 2.166667. So essentially... 2.15 um, to round it down a little bit. I'll kick this off for a start. For a, I don't really have a whole lot to say about Appleton other than I really want him to become like a cop light because I thought he could do it uh, two seasons ago. And then this past year, he just really didn't step up in that role. And yeah, I still have hopes that he's going to be a good third liner. If you need in a pinch, second liner, but good contract, only two million bucks. It's good for his age, twenty six. But throw over you, Chase. What are your thoughts on Appleton? Um, I think this is a pretty big betting type of uh, deal here. Yep. It's weird because this is exactly my deal. This is yep. my deal. Two point two five for three years, basically. It's two point one. 2.16, but, uh, but yeah, essentially. Uh, yeah, so this is kind of my type of deal. But this is not the guy I was really looking at giving this to. I was looking at this guy at like a mil, 900, 925K, <laughs> like giving him like like actually show, like maybe even just a one year, like actually show me what's up. Like I'm going to play you with Dubois and try to balance my depth out. Right. Like, you know, like that. that's what I'd be going for. Um, but 
I like the bet because you could do what I just said, and if he pops off, you got him at like fucking two mil for a couple of years. Because like you said, there's a lot of people that say the same sort of thing you said. Well, I thought a couple of years ago, or thought last year, or man, this guy, this guy, yeah. you know, like a, there's something there. Um, I haven't been entirely sold on him. I don't think he's so. I don't think he's got anything straight dynamic. Right. And that's what worries me. He's very basic. But I look at David Perron and say anybody can really become like unbelievably good at yeah. the game of hockey by just doing the right Raps. things. And I think he's on that path. It might be a slow build is what I'm getting at. You might always want more out of him until he really becomes who yeah, he absolutely. is when he's fucking like 12, 28 or something, you know? So. Yeah, um, he'll be 29 when his contract ends. Uh, Jordan, do you have anything to add on Appleton? Yeah, I think it's a solid deal. I was worried that once they kick tires on cop, I thought they might do the same here. Look to kind of shake up that depth. I th- obviously something has to happen with that team. So, um, but I think they're showing faith in the guy, and I think why not? Like you said, he, he could step into those shoes of cop himself and really take a take a, a step further. So I hope that's the case. Absolutely. Uh, let's move on to Arizona signing Lawson Kraus to a pretty big ticket, actually. Five years, $21.5 million, $4.3 million AAV. This is the contract of RFAs that I've been waiting for all summer because I had no idea where to value this guy. Because if you're going off a of last season... He could be making $5 million for the role he plays, the goals he scores, where he scores them. He's a very effective player, but it's risky because it was just kind of the one year. They went for the five years, and I'm really happy for Arizona fans because I think he's going to be absolutely brilliant um, in this contract for them. He's going to be on that second or first line left wing, hopefully scoring 20 goals for many seasons to come. So, I, I'm super pumped, and yeah, I'm not usually pumped for an Arizona signing, so it says a lot, but I will throw it to you, Jordan. What are your thoughts on Lawson Krauss? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I'm pumped, too. I think uh, once they didn't deal him in the, at the deadline, I kind of had a feeling that they wanted to keep him, and obviously, why wouldn't they after the season he had? And like you said, the, the effective player he's become, so I... I hope we just continue to see that and he can kind of be, you know, a guy who surprisingly makes a good career out of out of an this Arizona team. Absolutely, Chase. Uh, yeah, they want a little extra term and extra money, yeah, uh, which makes kind of sense because I was thinking at like a three and a half to four mil for three to four years. So they were like, like I understand why they went here because I think he understands where he's at. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm going to be epic. I'm probably not going to be a first-line player, exactly, but, like, I'm a great role player sort of thing, and, like, I'm a guy everybody sort of needs. Um, And, yeah, I guess he's maybe calling himself home here, and he wants to be here. Yep. I guess we'll see. He's been there his whole career. That actually is the story, but pretty decent contract if he kind of keeps progressing and the way he is. But there's really no progression to be seen until that team gets better. And all the Absolutely. But 
Absolutely. We can only hope for them to keep improving so we keep seeing Lawson and Kraus improving. But I think it is time, boys, for the three Boston contracts. And I think it's only fitting to do them all in one sweep. So mind our rants because there's three players to talk about and we're all going to have a little bit of something to say. We got Pavel Zaka signing a one-year 3.5 million AAV. Patrice Bergeron, one-year uh, 2.5 AAV, but he also has 2.5 in bonuses. And David Krejcic, who one-year, 1 million AAV, but 2 million in bonuses. Um, our incentives, I guess, is what they're called. But I will throw it to you, or Chase. You can kick it off going through each Boston sign. The big bad bees, you dirty, dirty little mother. Say um, it. Say it. Yeah. Say it. Motherfuckers, <laughs> <laughs> hey? Like these fucking assholes. Fuck you guys. I can't believe you actually got these assholes for fucking... As much as you just signed Zaka for, you cockbags. Hope you all fucking trip on a rock, scratch your face or something like that. I don't know. Something minor. <laughs> That'll annoy you. Peace <laughs> and wild. Um, uh, no, it's so awesome. Like, this is the greatest. They can literally, what was I thinking? You could, like, sell a D pairing at the deadline when everybody gets off IR and stuff. Because, like, you have enough money to do something like that. You, I don't even think they have to do anything now. Um, honestly, like, with those guys signing that cheap, I was under the assumption that like even as a team, like as a GM, I would not not pay him what he paid what I paid him last year. Right. Bergeron, no way I'm not paying you what I paid you last year. You're not coming back for fucking less. <laughs> like it's not that's not happening. That's what yeah. I would tell him. But uh like, I guess if he like that's I guess it's his choice, right? In our <laughs> reality. Um this is amazing. Go bees. They can actually do some they should have some real faith in these guys winning the cup now because this is the dynamicness that you need. It's all you need. I watched Krejci a few clips and stuff, man, and some of the fucking plays and shit. And was, he's still Krejci, man. He's still good. Check. He's pretty epic, man. Uh, a great playmaker. Um, super balanced that line. I wonder if him and Hall and Pasta will just be the greatest line. And then... Uh, Bergeron and Marshan and all the rest of those guys can figure it out. Debrust, probably. Debrust, you yeah. know, like maybe that that could be probably kind of something that goes on because Marshan won't be there for the first bit, so I could see like a Zacha and Bergeron Debrust line. Yeah. Um, because Bergeron's safe enough for that, and if your second line is past, so it's great to all you probably win in a lot of games because uh, got that check connection there those guys when they play together pass and try to they're, they're, in the, they're in each other's heads man it's pretty cool yeah absolutely so, uh, no, this is cool i'm so so stoked that's just i can't even believe that shit man that's I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more but i will throw it and let jordan have his piece on these three names what do you got for us jordan yeah i don't i don't honestly have too much to say like the biggest thing I can say is just, in my mind, bang on. Like, the Zacha, I think that's exactly nailed to value. Of, like, one year at, you said, three or three and a half? Three and a half. 
Three and a half million? Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's bang on, right to value. I think not worth more, but probably not worth too much less. Um, I personally would have given Bergeron like five million AAP. So I guess like you include the incentives into it, it's about five million. I don't know how that works like on the on the cap. Because I think it's because it's he's two older, and a half. Hey? Yeah, it because he is thirty five plus, you get special incentives with your contract. You can to get you more money while having a lower cap hit. So the cap hit will be two point five million. But he will be paid five million dollars. Yeah. Yeah, and like the the same thing with like uh, Krejci. I think he's got like a yeah. two million. He has a two million dollar like bonus on top of his mill. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would have paid Krejci like two million annually. So I think I think we're just hats off to the Boston organization and and what they've managed to do with these contracts. Like, not only did they get them team friendly but they also managed to do it player friendly in the same way yeah fair Couldn't enough um i wasn't expecting that nice of a thing out of your mouth i have to say uh especially when it was I the know, boston bruins nice like <laughs> you might as well have been under don sweeney's desk all afternoon the way you're talking yeah. about his moves <laughs> like <laughs> jesus jordan um yeah i'm gonna technically they could uh Technically, they could buy out Nick Foligno, and they wouldn't have to move. They'd be cap compliant all year, even though, like, obviously, they could. They would have extra money with whoever being on LTIR for the first bit. But right. Um, so it's not like they have to do that, but like they're only like up. It looks like a like a mil to two mil. Like they're over the cap a mil to two mil when everybody's healthy, and that's in like. December, yeah. January. Yeah, or it's in a while. Like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna. That's that's intense, man. Because they have a Nick Foligno at three point eight. They have an extra D man in like Mike Riley or Forbert or whoever they kind of choose out of those two guys. Even though like Clifton Zaboral, um, like a lot of small little pieces here where one, two, three guys is J T Miller or you know. Yeah, like, absolutely. Let's get it. Let's get real here. Like, these guys are going for it. Like, 1,000%. I've never seen this before. Two and a half mil out of Bergeron and one mil out of... I've never seen them actually take this big of a discount. Yeah. It's, it's so epic, man. It's this pretty like, insane the way I the world's been... So the league's been going that way in the past couple of years. Like, it, it really started with Jason Spezza and taking that league min after he scored, like, what, 20 goals or something with the Leafs at 36? <laughs> And then he's like, I'll take 7.5K. Uh, 750K. Like, that's it. And then Geo doing it. Now Bergeron and Krejcic. It's like, man, like, fuck you, Boston. Like, I'm so done with this team. Like, just be bad. Just be bad, please. I'm sick of seeing like, you there all the time. This That's the best part is that, like, you'll be mad about them being bad because they'll embrace it after this year. They'll be like, yep, yeah, we know it's a new page. Like, let's go for it. Let's suck. And yeah. we'll suck, get the best guy, and move on, and we'll be good again. And we'll be like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. So um, I will say, too, this is, like, the most painfully obvious, like, please stay, Pasternak. Please stay of Bergeron yeah. and going for it real hard this year, bringing Krejcic back. Um, yeah, Bergeron contracts. Winning a cup could change his mind. 
Yeah, definitely. Or at least going to the Final Four might even show, like, okay, we got something special with their core still. (laughs) Gonna be good, even with Bergeron and Krejci gone. Something I wanted to say was when we were doing the Olympics or around the Olympics, when that was supposed to happen. Remember that? That was Yeah, that was a a thing that just dusted away. Yeah, dissipated into the wind. Um, But I really thought Pasta was going to just become a whole nother beast because he was the kingpin basically like the, the man the go-to man on that check team for yeah, all the pure sick offense and really could i don't know i just thought he he might be able to evolve in that tournament and he needed all that pressure and that sort of like ov like he would be the O like he's gonna right. be the ov on this team sort yeah. of thing and like on rut like as being russia so like yeah no i just I wish that would have happened because uh, I wanted to see him come back and just annihilate and be even better. Um, yeah, I know there's 50 goals in this guy. I know he'll get a couple. He's got to get a couple years of 50 goals. Yeah. Just the way he plays, man, it just looks like it's there. He's just has trouble kind of sticking healthy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, but he will score a hat trick on his first game back. <laughs> so absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But let's move off the Boston Bruins and let's go back to Vegas for a second. Nick Waugh signing a five-year, $15 million deal, $3 million AAV. Chase, you kind of already brought this guy up, so I'll throw it right back to you. What are your thoughts on Waugh in Vegas? Nick Waugh, beauty. Love him. Love him. Uh, love that he got $3 mil. That's even cooler. Didn't think they'd actually give him the full $3 mil. I know he's worth it. I didn't think they'd actually do it. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it's... Is it just a one year? Five year. Five year. Oh, yeah, right. Shit. Damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Right. Totally it's forgot big. about that. Tastes till he's 30. That's, that's, that's way too wonderful. Because <laughs> I think he's fucking real solid, man. He looks like he's one. a reliable player. Like yep. an actual reliable player. So heavy dude, too. Six, like four or something. Dumb. Yeah, six, four. Yeah. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing better than a right-handed player that can be a center. Um, be a center as well. Yeah. Defensively responsible. Um, yeah, absolutely fantastic. But throw it over to you, Jordan. What are your thoughts on Nick Waugh signing that big ticket? Oh, you guys are the, like defensively responsible and just dependable guy. I think, honestly, in my mind, three million is a bit of a bargain. Like for those kind of guys, don't come around very often. Especially at, at the age of like what twenty five. Yeah. So, you know, I uh, I think it's perfect. I'm a bit surprised, like you said, he's worth it. But teams don't always pay players what they're worth, especially when they're cap strong. Um, but I'm just happy, especially for him. He well deserved, very well deserved, and I'm happy to see that. Yeah. He's gonna yeah, for sure. I don't mean to. I don't mean to stab like Braden Shen in the back or anything, but like. Like yeah, they like those guys cost money. Yeah. Like those guys cost money. Like they just do. They're just like kind of like maybe the fifth guy you name out of the forward group or something. But like they're so man, important. Man, do you? They're so important. Yeah. But, Pittsburgh yeah, won a three mils of steel for fucking that one. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like Pittsburgh won a Stanley Cup because of Nick Benino. Like Nick yeah, Benino, like Phil Kessel, and Haglund won us a cup. Like. 
I couldn't agree more with, like, you need an elite third-line center. Chase and I have been saying this back together. Oh, God, what, five, six years now where you're like, if you want to be a good team, you need an elite third-line center is what we would determine these guys as. And, yeah, Nick Waugh, I think, has all the potential to be that. I This offseason, I was looking at, like, Vegas might have to trade this guy because they won't be able to afford him. Like, they're so cap-strung already. He's going to want the three, and I was totally cool giving him the three, like you guys said. And so I was looking at options, like, do you trade him? What do you get for Nick Waugh, though, who's not under contract, who's a very good player, but the team's capturing him. So, yeah, I'm very happy he managed to stay because he's just brilliant last year. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Interesting fact, they got him in the Eric Hall trade. So nice. he's, like, technically part of the start. Nice. <laughs> Love Still to see that. part of the train of the... The, what, the trade tree of the expansion absolutely draft. couldn't agree more but let's move off and let's go to Martin Nikash signing a two year six million dollar deal three million AAV and his qualifying offer will be three and a half million dollars once his contract's up throw it to you Jordan to start what are your thoughts on Nikash's bridge deal I like it a lot I think it could have been worth it at least a million more. So I think it's probably a pretty, pretty sweet deal. It's going to look pretty good. I like what he brings to an organization, especially on his team. So. Chase? Um, I'm surprised that like they really forced this down to be a, a we-don't-really-trust-you contract, and especially for two years. Yeah. Like, three mil is, like, almost piss all, like, um, especially for a guy that seems like he could truly be a point per game player um not like always point per game but yeah like, he you could know, get 65 assists a season 60 plus 670 plus you know like yeah. do that very reliable secondary scoring and it's almost like they use their metrics of their depth scoring on this guy for their contract and we're like no man like you're not good enough it was a tough year um but I think I really hope he may blows this contract over the water. I really, really yeah. hope he blows this contract over the water because he's got it in him. Um, I don't know what it is. I let, I don't I don't know why I feel like this, but a lot of the Carolina Hurricane players seem shy. Yeah. Like on the ice, they seem shy. He needs to kind of be less shy at times and um, a little less sheltered. And yes. I don't know, that's why I think they kept Rod Brundamore, because he's really does well at pushing guys and get them out of their comfort zone and be in that other comfort zone, I guess you could say, because it's not like you're pushing yourself out of a comfort zone to feel uncomfortable, but like you're pushing yourself out of a type of shell to feel comfortable in game mode yeah. sort of thing. And uh, yeah, he kind of just was in and out this year. So, obviously, I understand why they went to the three, three mil for two years, but it's also like, damn, if he plays like he was playing the year before that and starts picking that momentum up yeah. again, this contract is just laughable for two straight years, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this guy, I had him pegged this year to put up 60 points, um, 65-ish, like 10 goals, 50 yeah. assists. I think that guy's capable of it. And, yeah, you said best by they don't really trust him, clearly, at all. 
and which I get, like like you also said, I, I completely understand. He disappeared from time to time, and you can't have a player of that caliber just not showing up because then it's a waste of a spot because he doesn't bring anything else other than that offensive creativity and just his IQ. And if you're not performing with that, then it's hard to put him in a situation where it's successful, right? Um, but yeah, I think he's he's got to be due to be that consistent 60 70 point guy per season he's got all the talent to do it he's right handed he's a center uh can play center i guess he plays wing a little bit more but yeah i i really think this like chase said this could turn out to be an absolute steal but it just can't be similar to last year he's gotta like said get uncomfortable because the worst thing you can do in professional sports is play too comfortable, and then you don't really do anything bad, but you don't do anything good either with that. So, needs to get out of the shell. Let's move on. We have only a couple names, and they're all depth names, so I'm going to go through them fairly quick. Just jump in whatever you guys have to say if you have anything to say. Uh, we got Fabian Zetterland, a 22-year-old from New Jersey, signed a one-year 750k deal. Uh, David Gustafson also signing a two-year 750 deal uh, with the Jets. So two young guys signing a couple of mid-league deals. What are your thoughts? Any thoughts on those two? Just thoughts. <laughs> I think if they out, you know what, just outperform that, and that's the best thing you could do. Yeah. You get a, a bigger. So you're talking uh, Fabian Zetterland. Yeah, and, and David Gustafson. David Gustafson. Um, I don't know Zetterlin very much. I've heard I heard people have lots of promise with this guy. Um, he played some games and he has decent stats out of it. Is all I've ever seen out of him. So for sure, that's cool that promise there out of him. Uh, but David Gustafson's a guy I'm really interested in. I want to know if he's act like be the fourth line center for fucking Winnipeg right now, so I could not think about this anymore. I agree. I I I really am looking at Gustafson like ooh can he take that NHL position next year even he showed promise of it this year so gonna be definitely intriguing but I'm gonna throw it right back to you Chase and since it's one of your own Jake Wallman and the Detroit Red Wings avoid arbitration and he signs a one year 1.05 million dollars so just a hair over a million bucks what are your thoughts um my thoughts are more towards what the arbitration was like. Like, uh, Arsman went in with a two-way deal at, like, 775K, and he wanted, like, a Nico Mikola deal. Like, fuck you, I'm a, you know, pretend I'm a defenseman at least for a year, 1.7 mil or whatever, right? Um, right. So, obviously, they just met in the middle, and that's as simple as that, because he's, his stats are good enough, too, for the arbitrator to give him that sort of uh, thing and get this one way deal. Um, I thought that was the biggest thing was being yeah. able to get the mill and the one way deal for him. Um, because that kind of screws Detroit. Um, because uh, they're kind of they want they wanted it to be a two way. I'm very in on the whole two way thing. I don't know why guys are so scared of the two way thing, but I can understand why you're scared of the two way thing. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just it's more flexible for you and team so then you can just play all year like that's all they're trying to say that's all they're saying to you but um whatever it's 
he deserves it. And I, I don't know if he's even going to play, dog. Like, he better play good this year or else right. he's not going to be playing. You know? We got, yeah, you got it. <laughs> we ain't screwing around this year. You're talking about five players in that same boat in Detroit right now, so I completely understand what you're saying. Uh, let's go to our final name, big depth, depth guy, um, Riley Shan. One year, 950K in Buffalo, but it is a two-way contract. So, saves a little bit of money if he's absolutely dreadful. Uh, Jordan, do you have anything on Riley Shan? No, I mean, like you said, it's two-way, so I think that's probably ideal both for him and the organization. More for Buffalo, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously more for Buffalo, but as a player, getting those games under is so important. So, if you're not going to play in the NHL, at least there's somewhere where you will play. He is 30. <laughs> so Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you put it that way, it's a little worse. Reps kind of don't I, I matter was, unless it's in the NHL at 30. Seven, so. Yeah, when you're, once you're about 30, I guess two ways not to going, going with the positive vibes, going back to Buffalo. Buffalo turning that ship around, yeah. you know. He, just, he was just there, went to the Seattle there previous last year. Um, yeah, no doubt, man. I wonder if he'll actually play with Buffalo because they haven't signed Eakin, eh? So he yep. might fucking roll that fourth line seven Maybe. spot, honestly. Depends what. Depends all of Gergensen. Man, him and Mitz, dude. I, like, where do you even put them on their roster? Like, do you even play them? Like, it's just. I don't like, think Gergs does. Can you guys just at least play third line together or something? Like, it's yeah. just. For more than fucking 20 games? Like,. No, absolutely. Buffalo is one of my biggest question marks looking at how they're going to line up next year because, like, they have so many players who could potentially fit in certain roles, but if they don't work, then it's like, okay, maybe I have to drop them from the team if they don't work in this specific (laughs) role. Cough, cough, mitts, like you just said. (laughs) What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Just not play Krebs? Yeah, exactly. He was so good. He was so, so good. But. That is all we got for the signings, so I think it is a perfect time to do our closing segment today, which has a time limit, and it is for you boys. I'm just going oh set to it, set it up for you boys. <laughs> it will be easy if your memory suits you well. We are going to have a three-minute timer, and we can see how many Stanley Cup winners you can go back in in three minutes together. So you, Jordan, and Chase can work together from 2022 (laughs) down to the three-minute marker goes. So... Dude, I'm usually, like, so bad at this. Like, I'm always... That's good. Whenever, like, somebody asks me, like, shit like that, I'm, like, really bad at trying to count it back or something like that. Well, that makes me very happy. But there's certain years that I know exactly what it is. So it's just, like... But it takes, like... It takes me, like, ten minutes to fucking, like, gather all these thoughts together to actually... That's why there's two of you. Figure out which ones it is and, like, 17 different guesses sometimes. Absolutely. That is why there's two of you, so you can converse with each other um i will if you guys just say like a final answer to me i will just say yes or no um if that's correct and then yeah let's see how far we can go so are you two ready three two one 2022 i would be the 
All right. 2022, the, the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, All right. Yep, we got that. Ding, ding. Keep going. 21. <laughs> oh, St. Louis, wasn't it? No, Tampa Ooh, There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 2020. That's Tampa Bay. 19. St. Louis. 18. There we go. Washington. That one, I know. That one's Washington. 17. Wasn't that Pittsburgh? Ding, dang. 16. Wasn't that awesome, Ding, ding. 15. Chicago. Ding, ding. Oh, uh, 14. L.A. Ding, Chicago. Ding. L.A. Chicago. No, you are... 2011 is wrong. That is not Chicago. Yeah, 2011, Austin. Ding, ding. 2010. I thought Chicago got three. Oh, yeah, right. There was that skip, and then it was Chicago. Hey, there we go. 2009. Oh, yeah, buddy. 09. Ten. Yeah. Oh eight. Wings. Oh seven. Fuck. Is that Carolina's oh six? I think. Fuck. Uh, Anaheim. Yeah. Ding ding. Oh six. Carolina. Yeah. Oh five. Oh shit. Oh no. Um. Fuck. No. If you guys need no. to pass, no, you can it pass. Have been New Jersey. What's that? Sorry. You. If you want to pass, you can pass. Um, no, give me a second here. Okay. Oh, 05. Hey, that's Crosby year. That's Crosby's. No, is that the lot? There was no lot. There was no year. No Stanley Cup. No Stanley Cup. Ding, ding. You motherfucker. Oh, tricking you. Oh, that's 04. Dirty. That's dirty. It that's is dirty. dirty. <laughs> oh, 04, boys. What do you got? Uh, shit. Oh, 04. That's so close to the wings again. Um, Not Colorado, I don't think. Actually, I don't know. It might be. It might be called. I'm going Colorado. Oh, yeah. uh, fuck, man. Oh, four. Yeah. Oh, four. That's Tampa Bay. Yes, it was. There you go. Shit, right, oh, right, right, right. Oh, three. Dang. What do we got in oh, three? <sighs> 30 seconds left. Was that the Devils? Here? It was the Devils. There you go. Oh, two. I knew it was in there somewhere. Not a boy. Good guess. I was like, fuck. I have no idea. Love it. Was. 20 seconds. Oh, two. Fucking wings, buddy. Oh, one. Ding, ding. Oh, one. Uh, Colorado? Ding, ding. 2000. I think it Why do I want to say the wings again? Uh, that was the other jersey year and your time is up i will count that because the buzzer didn't go nice i was hoping we got to 2000 we got 22 correct so good job boys we'll see how that <laughs> very interesting yeah i was very impressed with some of the early 2000s because i was specifically like "Ooh, jordan might do really good in the first five to ten years and then chase is just gonna like take over and was, yeah, it was the other way it was the opposite way Complete man. i was opposite. too fucking scared i was like man i don't remember exactly what i know who won in these five years but i'm just not sure i know what the wings won and that's it man. yeah absolutely <laughs> love to see it i hope that was enjoyable for everyone at home but that is all we got for this podcast we'll do more uh little fun quick segments like that but for now go follow us on our social medias on tiktok instagram twitter and youtube and we will catch you guys next podcast.
Bye, guys.